Good morning. It is March 2nd, 2022, and this is the New Morning Mercies devotional. It has got a really long Bible reading this morning, so I will not be praying very long. Um, This is right where I'm at. Um, I would entitle this devotion, Waiting. Waiting in God doesn't mean sitting around and hoping. Waiting means believing. He will do what he's promised and then acting with confidence. Waiting on God is not at all like the meaningless waiting that you do at the dentist's office. You know he's overbooked, so you're all just sitting there more than an hour past your scheduled appointment. You're a man, but you're now reading Family Circle magazines. You begin to read the article titled, The 7 Best Chicken Recipes in the World. When you're a man and you're getting ready to tear out a chicken recipe out of a Family Circle magazine because the recipe sounds so good, you know that you've been waiting too long. But waiting on God is not like that. Waiting on God is an active life based on confidence in his presence and promises, not a passive existence haunted by occasional doubt. Waiting on God isn't internal torment that results in paralysis. No, waiting on God is internal rest that results in courageous action. Waiting is your calling. Waiting is your blessing. Every one of God's children has been chosen to wait because every one of God's children lives between the already and the not yet. Already this world has been broken by sin, but not yet has it been made new again. Already Jesus has come, but not yet has he returned to take you home with him forever. Already Jesus has come, but not yet. Oh, I already read that. Already your sin has been forgiven, but not yet have you been fully delivered from him. Already Jesus reigns, but not yet has his final kingdom come. Already sin has been defeated, but not yet has it been completely destroyed. Already the Holy Spirit has been given, but not yet have you been perfectly formed into the likeness of Jesus. Already God has given you his word, but not yet has it totally transformed your life. Already you have been given grace, but not yet has that grace finished its work. You see, we're all called to wait because we all live right smack dab in the middle of God's grand redemptive story. We all wait for the final end of the work that God has begun in and for us. We don't just wait, we wait in hope. And what does hope in God's God look like? It is a confident expectation of a guaranteed result. We wait, believing that what God has begun, He will complete. So we live with confidence and courage. We get up every morning and act upon what is to come. And because what is to come is sure, we know that our labor in God's name is never in vain. So we wait and act. We wait and work. We wait and fight. We wait and conquer. We wait and proclaim. We wait and run. We wait and sacrifice. We wait and give. We wait and worship. Waiting in God's God is an action based on confident assurance of grace to come. Okay, I got to pray real quick. Lord Jesus, I confess that I have not waited well. Lord, I have been thrown into internal torment and paralysis and haunted with not just the occasional doubt, but nagging, persistent doubt. I have not waited well. Lord, I want to wait in confidence, wait in in just believing, Lord Jesus. Help me wait this way. Uh, forgive me for my doubt, Lord Jesus. Okay, um, here we go. For further study and encouragement, read Romans 4. What then can we say that Abraham, our forefather, according to flesh, is found? If Abraham was justified by works, then he has something to brag about, but not before God. 
For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was credited to him for righteousness. Now, to the one who works, pay is not considered a gift, but is something owed. But to the one who does not work, but believes on him who declares righteous to ungodly, his faith is credited for righteousness. <laughs> Likewise, David also speaks of the blessing of the man to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. How happy those whose lawless acts are forgiven and whose sins are covered. How happy the man who the Lord has never charged with sin. I think that's from, uh, what is that from? Psalms uh, 1, I just read that one. Okay, anyways, uh, verse 9. Is this blessing only for the circumcised then? Or is it also for the uncircumcised? For we say faith was credited to Abraham for righteousness. How then was it credited while he was circumcised or uncircumcised? Not while he was circumcised, but uncircumcised. And he received the sign of circumcision as the seal of righteousness that he had by faith while still uncircumcised. This was to make him the father of all who believe but are not circumcised, so that righteousness may be credited to them also. And he became the father of the circumcised, but only to those who are circumcised, but also to those who follow in the footsteps of the faith of our father Abraham had while uncircumcised. <laughs> For the promise to Abraham or to his descendants that he would inherit the world was not through the law, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. If those who are of the law are heirs, faith is made empty and the promise is canceled. For the law produces wrath, but there, where there is no law, there is no transgression. This is why the promise is by faith, so that it may be according to grace to guarantee all the descendants, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are by, of Abraham's faith. He is the father of us all in God's sight. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. He believed in God who gives life to the dead and calls things into existence that do not exist against hope with hope that he believes so that he became the father of many nations, according to what he had been, had been spoken. So will your descendants be. He considered his own body to be already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb without weakening in the faith. He did not waver in unbelief at God's promise, but he was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God because he was fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Therefore, it was credit to him for righteousness. Now, it was credit to him was not by written from Abraham alone, but also for us. It will be credit to us who believe in him, who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. He was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. Amen. That's a good word. And this is a good day because God is good and he will give us the strength to wait. Um, I am waiting on God. I trust God. Love you all. Hope you have a good day. Bye.